0: Episode 132, Raiding the Kingdom. DOS win, baby. Week 9 review, week 10 preview. I feel like the season just started. We're already uh, heading into week 10. Coach, how are we on this lovely Tuesday evening?
1: Doing good, man. It, it really is. I mean, when, when you think about it, yeah, we're going into week 10. <clears throat> the uh, As always, the good times fly by, right? Like anytime you're on vacation or anything like that, it's like you're there and then it's over um right i mean we still got a lot of we got plenty of football left let's not let's not get ourselves here and a lot of really good football left too but it is crazy we're at week 10 for sure
0: right and while i try to tell myself you know the season does extend into february for in all actuality yes right for like you it'll go into january well into january mine will go into the mandatory one game in january and then that's it um Mm-hmm. and then I'm waiting until the first week in September because we don't count preseason as actual football. Exactly. So uh, same thing Please as XFL stuff. So, yeah, so there we are. But, hey, another one of those rare gem of a weeks where the Raiders and the Chiefs win. I mean, you guys yep. always win, and then the Raiders, you know, pick and choose when they want to. But uh, let's go into – because you had arguably one of the best – I'd say you guys and then the Cowboys-Eagles uh, were the two best matchups of the weekend. Um, so you were in Germany, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. in Frankfurt, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it was fantastic.
0: You did get the win, you? Yeah.
1: We did, we did get the win. Uh so obviously a, a a great game. Uh the I mean, I don't think there's really a better way to start your Sunday morning um than at 8 30 here in the central and it was nine thirty back east. Yeah. Um and I know it's gotta be crazy for those people out in the Pacific at 6 30, they're waking up to a primo football game like that but uh yeah great win you know from top to bottom like this was honestly like the first week that I've honestly had the free time where I could just like literally had nothing going on no work nothing extra where I could just fully dedicate my morning to watching watching the chiefs play and it was uh what a what a way to start what a way to what a game um the uh they showed up again that defense the defense just Pretty much shutting down Tyreek Hill. Um, I think Jalen Waddle getting hurt in the first helped them, but I mean that that wasn't necessarily the deciding factor. Obviously, Roheem Raheem Mosert, Raheem Raheem had a good game for the uh for the aforementioned uh Dolphins. But we got the win twenty-one fourteen. The Dolphins definitely made it interesting there at the end. Um, but uh, you know. We went into halftime, you know, up 21 nothing. So I was feeling really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that play between McDuffie and um, Tyreek Hill was like one of those just like I, ironic, iconic moments, right? right? You know, McDuffie pretty much, in, in a sense, was part of the trade for... Tyreek Hill, you know, because you
0: guys use yeah. one of the picks you got from the Dolphins. Yeah, so you know McDuff- that was the Carloffy McDuffie draft, right?
1: Yeah, right. So M- McDuffie became part of what the whole Tyreek thing became, right? You know, you never want to lose a guy like Tyreek. You know, we talk about it on the podcast. I talk about it with you privately, other friends. It's like, dude, is Tyreek even real? And he is real because we 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 made him more of a he's hu-
0: um, he's human.
1: He's human. We made him we, he's they, not you know, we made him human. Um, the, the crazy thing is like when it comes to like massive games, Steve Spagnola does an incredible job of like showing up and coming up with a great game plan. You know, whether it was in 07 with the Giants, when he's with the Giants and, sh- and you know, stopping the Patriots from perfection, to you know, the time he's been here with the Chiefs, he is I think learned especially after what he saw maybe like with McDaniels and some of these other guys it's like it's okay to be just a really good coordinator you can get paid well you don't have to deal with all the BS of being a head coach I know there's it's a title and it's a pride thing for these guys and a lot of them like oh I want another shot it's like dude you got a good thing going here in KC you have uh, done a great job of building that defense you know when you from Bob Sutton to him, it's just been it's been a whirlwind. I know we're getting off topic and we're just talking about the Dolphins and Chiefs, but we won 21-14. Oh, really? McKinnon it's had relevant. a nice touchdown. You know, Patty didn't have a, um, a, like, you know, fill the stat sheets up game, you know, as far as yards and stuff goes. So, you know, so obviously still threw for two touchdowns, threw for under 200 yards, but um, did enough to, to lead him to another win and, you know, just – Shows that the Dolphins, who are zero and three against winning teams and six and zero against losing teams, once they, yeah, it was that, that, 70, was
0: that, that seventy piece because that seventy piece on the Broncos is a lot less impressive uh, if you can't do something like that. You know, that's what we're all saying: this high-powered offense. Yeah, but we're all seeing that. Playing I mean, against these that, good teams. It, it, no, it's it's a head nod in your in your favor, Dave. In my
1: favor, and obviously, the, the Chiefs have lost to the Broncos and really haven't put up any points against them. So I don't know necessarily what that says, but when the lights are on, you have the brightest. And against teams that are of quality, you know, it, it, it's it's a different thing for the for the for the dolphins. I still think they're a good team. I still think they have uh the ability to you know obviously win the east and they could be a four opponent in the playoffs without a doubt. Because you know when you got Tyreek Hill and you got those offensive weapons and that secondary starting to get good. But um yeah, you know I would have liked score to score it again in the second half. But, uh, yeah, you know, Brian Cook running it all the way back uh, from McDuffie on that play, looking like a Scooby-Doo villain. Um, scoring that touchdown was a thing of beauty. I was going absolutely nuts. I got I texted you. He was like, what I, some explicit stuff, so I won't say it on, yeah. on the podcast in little case kids. any of our younger listeners want to listen. Um, but, uh, yeah, great win, man, 21-14. Uh, we got the bye week coming up um, and uh, can relax a little bit, just get everyone a little bit more healthy because every team – You know, he's got some people bruised up, Um, you know, and we did this all with Nick, without Nick Bolton, you know, Willie Gay had an incredible game. Uh, That linebacking core with him, Dan Tranquil, and uh, uh, who am I missing? Uh, My my guy. um, uh, What?
0: You said Willie Gay,
1: Drew Tranquil. Willie Gay, Tranquil, and uh, God, why am I I blanking out? Leo Chanel.
0: Chanel. I'm going to go Leo
1: Chanel. Um, So, yeah, great win. And the caveat to all of that was I was uh, later on in the day, I was drinking with some buddies, was not intoxicated, but the little um, thing popped up on my chiefs app and said, Hey, spend a hundred something dollars and you can win a mystery Jersey. You know, it's like, I was feeling confident. I went for that. Don't know what that is. I'm thinking said I'm right? it.
0: it's an autograph,
1: right? It's yeah, an autograph, right? Autograph, authentic Jersey. Right. So I don't know when I'm getting that. Hopefully that's correlates with the next time we do the podcast. And I know all you're ready to Put it up
0: for the people to see. Yeah. I mean, want eight, eight. nothing
1: more to see than me open a Chiefs box with a side jersey. But I think we're gonna do that, and make it a little fun.
0: Yeah, let's let's do that. And uh, you know, I, I text you during the game because I of course I was so excited that uh, we had football at nine thirty and I I had picked the Dolphins to win. Obviously, that blew up my face. But I texted you that I think Tua talked his way out of the MVP conversation that game because he really just didn't look good. And it's not like your secondary was letting up, but there were a lot of opportunities there and a lot of high passes, a couple like thrown at their feet that I just didn't understand. Like, I don't know. He just – I don't know. It it just wasn't clicking for him that day uh, when Tyreek kind of talked a lot of game and needed um, Tua to help him back it up and just didn't work out that way. So yeah, um, you know we thought this could be the game where you guys really missed Tyreek, and he he lets you know it, but it didn't really come to fruition uh, that game. So another win for you guys. What are you six in, six and two, no, seven yeah. and two, seven. seven and two, seven and two. Yeah, well, um, so another, a great win for Coach. Uh, Raiders are nipping at your heels at four and five, um, but we also came away with a W home game first game without josh mcdaniels he's fired he's gone and uh the antonio pierce era begins and i don't know how much the game you're watching but um there was just an energy on the field he even had the practice squad players on the sideline which is not a thing that most teams do um, let alone something mcdaniels definitely didn't do um, but tons of energy the guys look happy to play and they were rolling from the get-go um took Daniel Jones out early he ended up tearing his ACL not off the Crosby sack but shortly after the non contact so his season was kind of already done but now it's done done um from there on they just kind of ported on um, the Raiders end up winning 30 to 6 putting points in every quarter statistically they've just scored in the first quarter and then not much for the next 3 they did 7 17 and then they were limited to field goals in the second half so I was getting a little nervous but that's just classic as a Raiders fan. Uh, you can never really relax during any kind of game um, that they have. But uh, overall, it was just a, a rebirth, I think, for the team. Um, you know, even though he didn't have a stellar night, Devontae Adams was clearly happy with the win. He only had four receptions for 32 yards. Jacobs, 26 carries, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Still only averaged 3.8 per carry, so not outstanding. Um, but Aiden O'Connell 16 for 25, 209 yards, no interceptions, didn't throw for any touchdowns. Um, but, uh, I just couldn't remember happy with Trey Tucker, our third round receiver, finally letting the putting on the jets. He only had two receptions, but it was for 52 yards. And one was a massive great catch on his behalf, a little bit ahead of him dived out for it. Great hands, but kind of like, um, the chiefs game while the offense was complimentary, the defense was just out of control Max Crosby, three sacks, three tackles for loss, three quarterback hits, six pressures. Um, Amik Robertson, the, c- the little cornerback who had the um, really outstanding interception against the Patriots, I think that was. That was the game winner. That was the pass. He had two pass defended in a- another very, like, acrobatic interception. And he said at the end, he goes, uh, I told you guys, I'm an offensive guy that plays defense, um, which I kind of like as a quote there. And then Nate Hobbs with a pick. In total, the Raiders had eight sacks nine quarterback hits and 26 pressures on uh, what is, what's the Tommy DeVito who took Jersey over after Danny Jersey Dimes oh, out sure. Jersey shore. Um, he didn't do terribly. He went 15 for 20, but he also did throw two interceptions and he was under pressure all night long. And um, Max Crosby was just feasting, but the real, the real like headliner wasn't them winning. A lot of people were saying they kind of overdid the celebration. They're in the locker room with the cigars and they're dancing. And um Mark Davis ditched the bowl cut. I don't know if you saw that, but he's taking selfies with Max. Um, I think that what you're seeing is not like I always kind of thought it was overblown for guys to do that after games. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because it's the Raiders, but this was more like you could tell the the rules, not the rules, in totally are gone. But the curtain's been lifted. There's a little sunlight here. You know, people always said that no matter if you, I think Edelman would always talk about it. Even though they won, it just wasn't fun in new England, like winning is fun, but the culture in new England was not fun. I don't think the culture in Vegas was fun. It's kind of a new age of football players also, where they all just can't be like focused and gritty and deal with it and still lose at the same time. So like they had fun, they won. The energy is there. They clearly are playing hard for Antonio Pierce, similar to when Rich Pisaccio took over after Gruden was let go. Um, so we'll see how, how things ride. You know, we got an interesting, uh, game on primetime Sunday night that we'll talk about in a little bit, but yeah, I, I just love it. I love the whole thing. It was a blowout win. It had to happen. They needed it. And, uh, I thought we could have lost this one after we lost to the Bears. So, um, glad, uh, came out with the W four and five still in it. Now we're picking 11th in the draft, which I don't know about but that's something for later, later down the line, but I don't know. What, what were your takeaways coach? You were kind of keeping an eye on everything. And you also thought the cigars might've been a little much. And then you and I talked and you're like, all right. Yeah. I
1: yeah. No, I, no, I, you know, I can't say how I feel about that because I, um, you know, I've, I've had a good coach, right. You know, everyone loves Andy Reid, So, culturally, I mean, before, you know, you had Romeo Cornell and all that other stuff and I, he wasn't a bad guy. So I don't think it was like the same, um, excuse me, like iron fist that Josh McDaniels did. But from everything I've read, uh, you know, they had that team meeting and a lot of things were said to Josh McDaniels. He was very butthurt by it. Um yeah. You know, sometimes people just can't take criticism. And the more I thought about it, I think it was like, you know, free at last. That guy were free at last. It's like we actually have a coach that gets us. You know, Antonio Pierce was you know integral part of those Giants teams that beat the Patriots. Um, right. He's a, he seems like he's a player's coach, but still gonna hold still is going to hold guys accountable. Just a new era. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they finish off the season, how um, you know all that's handled in the off season. Obviously, I think the Rich Pasaccia thing it's something that like you and me talked about It's something that they're going to have to think about because, you know, getting the big name coach isn't always the right move. I know you don't want to go with another first year coach, but if Antonio Pierce has got the locker room, you know, that says a lot, but, you know, again, we're, we're, you know, we're going into week 10. There's a lot of, there's a lot of football left. Uh, You're going to see what Aiden O'Connell is made of if he's your guy. Um, and if, if you keep winning, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but you're in a very, very kind of just, it, it's a weird spot, right? I think this was a very good team win. It kind of got everyone's spirits up, but you also got to think like, is O'Connell the guy? Is Pierce going to stay? What's going to happen? I know you have to just, you're not, they're not trying to tank, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just—it's a very weird spot, I think, because right. there's still a lot of things that they need. And like, I was listening to the radio, and uh, I was—it was actually Mike Lombardi's dad, um, uh, who was the offensive coordinator. Was it Mike Lombardi? Was it
0: Mick? Mick Lombardi was the offensive coordinator that also got let go. But Mike Lombardi's father used to be a front office. Executive okay, yeah. Mike, so
1: yeah, Mick. Okay, Mike. Mike was on the radio, and he was talking about. You know, the Raiders and the situation. And he Lombardi, was around for the
0: Al Davis days.
1: Yeah. So Lombardi was with, um, you know, back in the days with one of the greatest, you know, football minds and builders of teams and, and Bill Walsh. He said, you can't, you know, you can't build a team around a receiver. Right. And that's essentially what the Raiders did. Right. With Devontae. So he was a little shocked that they kept him at uh, the deadline. But, um, you need to obviously get him a quarterback and get and they, they've done everything in reverse is what I'm trying to say. So the, yeah, the, no. the talent that's there hopefully gets shown now with with the new regime and and everyone being new. But uh you beat the Giants team that had a third string quarterback named Tommy DeVito that was, you know, fist pumping and doing Jaeger bombs two weeks ago. So take it as it is, it's a win, it's an NFL. Like you said, a win's a win. We'll take it. Um, but just know you got, you know, week 11, you got us, bro. You got us, dog. You got mm. us, bro. So, uh, something to just prepare yourself mm. for. Yeah, um But, uh yeah, take the win, man. It, it, I felt, I felt, I'm legit. I felt good for you guys that you guys got the win. Yeah, it was a good, it was a victory, and I just, you could just see that it was just like a release of tension.
0: Right. I think, and maybe any kind of like sloppiness that might have been there can be dialed up when we play we'll say real teams down the line. Um, You know, one of the bright spots here is, you know, they still have Kayvon Thibodeau. They still had Dexter Lawrence. Both those guys, as a team, they logged, I believe, one quarterback hit and zero sacks. So even with those two pretty above average um, pass rushers on their D-line, they weren't able to get a lot done. But, there, you know, there were some throws that uh, AOC is lucky weren't picked off, things of that nature. Um, So clean up the sloppy stuff. Get ready for for the real teams because we we got a, a pretty tough defense um, coming this week for them. But I think kind of what you what you hit on with the receiver thing though is so we hear we heard that before we go to our predictions, we heard that Mark Davis had meetings with some of the, the stars on the team: Crosby, Jacobs, um, Devontae Adams, and one that thing that always comes to mind is you have those names on your team and you're doing as bad as you are. That's significant. But Mark Davis may be more of a player's owner like his father was. No one was above Al Davis, and he didn't really – he took input, but at the end his say was his say. But if he had Devontae, Crosby, and Jacobs coming in his office saying this guy's a clown and he stinks, I could see him making a move just for that fact alone. Like His best friend was Cliff Branch, one of the better receivers the Raiders ever had, um, who won three rings with them. And uh, I think he kind of aligns himself with the players sometimes a little more than most owners would. Um, So that's just something to think about. And when we talk about his style of ownership, but I'm not mad. He made the decision he made. Um, it would have been really bad if this is a blowout loss, but it didn't end up happening that way. So uh, I don't even know if
1: you, I think we just had a cardboard cutout of you. If you guys had got smoked by the Giants. Yeah. I
0: would have just been talking like this all the time. Um, yeah. Not show my face, but, uh, but yeah, let's, if you're good, let's move to our
1: week 10 predictions. Let's not worry about the week nine results for. The- well, I
0: have to go over them for the fans. So I went nine for 14 coach went six for 14. Uh, I thought, I thought reverse. I thought you had the Chargers last night, but you had the jets. Zach Wilson let you down big time. Um, but we'll see how, how we do. So the, the final, well, not final, but the, the score. Now I'm at 91 coach at 78 for the season um, heading into week 10 this is one of the grossest Thursday night football games ever. Uh, Coach, Panthers at Bears.
1: I'm going to go to the Panthers.
0: I'm going to go Panthers as well. I don't really have a lot to say on it. Uh, I heard Brian Burns isn't going to play and somebody else decent, but it's just, yeah, it's so gross. I don't even, I don't even want to watch it, but I guess I will. All right, uh, 9.30, another jamini game. Uh, Colts at Patriots. There's a rumor flying around today that Bill Belichick will be fired if they lose to the Colts. I don't know if they'll I don't – even though I despise the Patriots, as do you. There's a safe space. We don't like them. Uh, I think it's kind of a dishonorable way to let that guy go that brought six Super Bowl rings to your franchise.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, at least wait till the end of the season. A uh, mid-season yeah. firing is just, I think, a little bit um,
0: – And on a 14-hour flight home, do you really want to fire the guy? To be an awkward, good. awkward plane ride, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it we'll won't be done right as soon as the game ends, but – Let's just say, I'm going to go with the Patriots to beat the Colts. I think they're, if they think there's even an inkling, they can't let him down in that fashion by losing.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Pats too. I feel, I feel like it will be the Colts, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Pats for Bell.
0: I had This was one game where I initially took the other and then went with you. So I went, I'm going Patriots. We'll stick with that. Coach, one o'clock, uh, AFC North matchup. Browns at Ravens.
1: we going to take the Browns.
0: What? Okay, wow. Uh, did you watch the Seahawks-Ravens game last week? Mm-hmm. I did because I had Geno Smith in two of my fantasy leagues. And he got yeah, two speaking, points. Of, speaking of Geno Smith, oh this what God. I
1: did. No, this, this is what I did. This is what I did. You, you know what I did? I said, you know what? CJ Stroud, I'm going to drop you for Geno Smith. No!
0: Oh, God. Well, if it, if it makes it work. So my brother, who used to be the co-host on the show, I played against him in our fantasy league he started cj stroud i started geno smith i lost by four points if geno had just thrown one touchdown i might have been all right but he didn't i don't i don't know so anyways the ravens we got way off track there because neither of those teams are the browns or the ravens but the ravens defense is legitimate possibly the best in the league lamar jackson's hitting it even though del beckham had a touchdown um i'm gonna go ravens over the browns even though that defense is uh, superb Ravens. Uh, I've got Texans at Bengals. I'm going Bengals.
1: Bengals, yeah. They're, they're rocking and rolling. I think the Texans are the Texans I'm so
0: annoyed, dude. This is what we talked about. Bengals start off slow, then they hit their stride when they need to, and then they're good again. I mm-hmm. thought for sure they might finally be bad. I was wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we're both taking Bengals. Coach, 49ers at Jaguars. 49ers.
1: The 49ers are not going to lose four straight or whatever it is.
0: I'm going Jags. Mixing it up. Jags are on a hot streak. Uh they're gonna the, the 49ers are already in their heads with the losing streak. Let's make it four. Jags with the win. Duval. Duval. Uh Saints at Vikings. I'm gonna take Derek Carr and the boys. See on the shirt. DC four right there. You can get the shirt from DC four customs. Um, but anyways, I'm going Saints over Vikings. The Josh Dobbs thing was a cool storyline, but
1: I take the Vikings. I'm already in the gutter, dude. I'm going to
0: I mean, I just took the Jags with the 49ers like there's a there's a chance for you right there to to surge ahead. Um, coach, this one is the other one where I crossed out team a team and then picked the other one, Packers at Steelers. Steelers. I'm going Steelers too. I had Packers initially oh, yeah. and then I thought about it and I'm just like Austin awesome, was at the game, uh, Rams and Packers, and that worked out in his favor. But, you know, kind of like the Giants game, they were playing Brett Ripon, and we were playing Tommy DeVito. And I don't know. I think Mike Tomlin is just – the guy's always going to be in the game. He's he's always going to keep his boys – and I think T.J. Watt is just going to have his way with that O-line. And Cam Hayward is back. I think Jordan Love is going to – the train will be derailed this weekend.
1: Do you know CJ uh, Schroeder already has more touchdowns, total touchdowns than Kenny Pickett does?
0: I'm not surprised the, the it's kind of like the, the Titans are the worst good team. There's, they're so bad to watch. I don't like watching their offense at all. It was like watching Josh McDaniels off. Um, yeah. But that defense is is pretty sharp. So I'm going to go Steelers in that as well. Uh, Titans at bucks. I'm going Buccaneers over mailman Baker Mayfield.
1: It was all, it was all a lie. I'm going to take the Titans. I go down with the ship. I'm like, a- Captain Ahab.
0: I mean, they seem kind of revigorated. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, coach, the first 405 game, Falcons at Cardinals. Kyla Murray not returning this week, I think next week. Falcons. I'm going Falcons as well. Taylor Heineke bringing it back. Did you see that quote by Arthur Smith?
1: No. Oh, about how B. John Robinson's a good decoy or something?
0: Yeah, pretty much like. Excellent things can happen when he's away from the ball. Then don't draft a running back with the seventh pick overall, eighth pick overall, excuse me, eighth pick overall, because we were there when it happened. Bijan Robinson walked right by us. Super cool. Um, cool. Yeah, it's like drafting Kyle Pitts to block. That's a third pick overall and an eighth pick overall, and you use them both to block more than you do to receive or run. All right, but I'm still going to pick the Falcons. I just think he should be fired for that comment. Um, Coach, you've got kind of an exciting one. Lions at Chargers. Lions. I'm going Lions as well. Um, I think I really didn't think the Chargers were going to win last night, but um, Zach Wilson was just so bad. It, it made them look good. 425, Giants at Cowboys. I'm going with Wheat and Boys, without a doubt. Coach? What's up? Giants at Cowboys. 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 Coach, Commanders at Seahawks. Sam Howell versus Geno List-Smith. go Seahawks. You know what? I'm going to... Because I'm mad at him, I'm going to reverse my pick, and I'm going to take Commanders. You get Seahawks. Uh... We'll do my game after. Monday Night Football is Broncos at Bills. Do we need to talk about this one? Are you serious? Because they beat you guys?
1: The, the Broncos have been playing better. The Bills have been playing pretty pretty crappy.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go Bills. I'm not going to get... you to- I'm
1: going to go Bills because Bills have to win this game. If they lose...
0: That new stadium is going to get torn down. If the Bills lose,
1: Sean McDermott will get fired. I'm pretty pretty confident. Yeah,
0: yeah, because this is supposed to be the Super Bowl year after the Super Bowl year after the Super Bowl year, and right now they, they're probably not even going to win the AFC East. All right, and I'm going to backtrack. We have Sunday night football, Jets at Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders. The defense is going to be tough to overcome, but I think Zach Wilson is really, really bad. He could have a tune-up game and, and do some work on us. I think that is, is a possibility, but I think similar to the Giants, that offensive line is really bad, and he loves to scramble vertically. He doesn't go side to side. He goes backwards, and Max Crosby is going to be hunting, and hopefully Tyree Wilson will move a little faster and hunt as well. Um, so I, I very much could see that we blow this and lose, but it is at home. Jets are having a rough go with all these losses. Um, I think they're frustrated. I think we could put the nail in the coffin with a W. It's possible. It's within our reach. Raiders. Uh, I'm going to go 24-16. (sighs)
1: 24-16. Pains me to say I'll go Raiders, but low-key, I feel like – I feel I really – Low key, you're like the Jets will win. I just I don't want to dive any deeper
0: into into the hole,
1: into the abyss. Yeah,
0: because we have dissension on one, two, three, four, five, six games, and you almost tried to take the Broncos and the Bills, which is crazy. But that's it. Raiders taking over the Jets. Uh I'm really just kind of nervous about Brees Hall. They they have to limit him. There's a really good. Now that I think about it, God, I'm getting more nervous. And Garrett Wilson and we just don't do well against stars. Like Saquon Barkley still averaged 5.8 yards a carry. 5.8?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, 5.6. Um, but I'm, I'm going to roll with my boys. I said I would when they win. They won. And that's it. Do we have a Jackson Mahomes Award of Excellence? I did not prepare one.
1: Yeah, for me, it's 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 the college ranks. It's Caleb Williams, who's been anointed the number one pick for the last year. Uh, loses a game to Washington. He's never beat Washington in his time at – at USC, lose by 10 points, and he runs to to the crowd and cries in his mom's arms, right? Um, then he says he wants to go home and cuddle his dogs and watch shows. And RG3 thinks this is great and that this is the sh- sign of a true leader. This, I get emotions of the game, okay, mm-hmm. but like, dude. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? It's, I don't, it's, I'm, I'm not going to – I'm just going to leave it at you got to be tougher than that, dude. Sorry about yeah. your feelings, bro, but, you know, if, if
0: you think – not, You're not feeling it?
1: You're going to get eaten alive in the NFL. It's a completely different game. And if you start doing that shit in the NFL, dude, I don't want to follow a guy like that who's going to get that upset. Play better. Do better. I mean, I know –
0: the crying, There's I understand. Like you see guys cry at that when they lose the Super Bowl, things like that. I, you know, it happens. Yeah, but they don't
1: jump in the, the. It's just I just thought that was weak.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's just in the age of social media and stuff, it, it just all goes around that much quicker. And uh, Michael yeah. Penix Jr. is rising the the Heisman ranks now. Yep. Um, as what's Jaden Daniels Jaden, from uh, LSU?
1: Jane, did, yeah, he lost, he got hurt. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. pretty wide open. It's, it's not yeah. a lot of people thought yeah, I mean, things, things
0: remember um Thibodeau was supposed to be the, the first undisputed first pick overall for the longest time, and you know, he dropped a little bit. So who knows? Maybe Caleb Williams won't be the the prize. Uh, it'll it'll prize be pick.
1: weird. It'll be interesting to see how his, his tests go at the draft and at the combine and how
0: I think they're gonna have a lot of questions. Uh especially with those combine interviews. Some of the you know, the ownership, they're gonna want to know about the ownership thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of question yeah. marks, a lot of red flags. You know, I'm just going to steal yours. Same thing, Caleb Williams, Jackson. You get, you get two Jackson Mahomes Award of Excellence to Caleb Williams. Um, so people said, like, they want the Raiders to tank for him. Like, I, I'm good. I'm really good. I, don't I think his improvisational style is too reckless for the NFL also. That's not going to work. Um, Over there, it's, it's like playing Madden, just chucking it. And uh, people he, say that Mahomes has, has that style.
1: Great, he has great physical gifts and talent. He does, he does. In between the in between the ears, I, I don't know if it's there. You can't overcome adversity now, then uh, how are you going to do in the NFL?
0: But I mean, and then you know, like I uh, uh, I wrote an article on this for NFL Spin Zone about his draft stock falling, and one of the the big things too is months ago he said he's been humble about it, but then he's also said things that um, everything that Mahomes is doing, I'm doing that. He's won two Super Bowls. You haven't. Stop. It's not true.
1: Why is my um, head broken? My hat's crooked. My hat. I can't get my hat. I mean, uh, it's my. Well, opposite. I see the the
0: comment flustered you. The quote got you upset. Yeah. Um. But so there you go. Caleb Williams gets both the Jackson Award and Homes of Excellence. First time the same person got the award. Um. But that's us for uh, the week nine review for Dos Win Baby. Das and weird. be sure to patronize our sponsors SeatGeek for all your tickets and Underdog Fantasy for all your betting needs. Promo code RTK. Dial it in. We'll see you all next week. Just win, or DAS win, baby.
1: DAS win, baby.